the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. And welcome back to the Maximum... No. All right. Sorry. And welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? Well, I had to do that twice. It's been a while since we've recorded an episode and I have different shows and I got to keep my intros straight. I can't remember the last time you had to re-record an intro. It was fun to watch because I hadn't seen you done it in a long time. Maybe we should just leave that in there. That was sort of funny. I think today's a fun one. I think part of it's because you're of sort of what you're going through in your firm. So you want to, I guess, introduce the topic? We can jump right in. Yeah, I'm sort of excited about today's topic. I get to be the interviewer and you and Kristen are going to be the interviewees. Kristen Weiss, welcome to the show. Hey, Jim. Thank you for having me today. Of course. We're very glad to have you. So the reason that we're having both of you on is to talk about your hiring practices. Uh, Tyson wants to do a little series on hiring and onboarding and all that good stuff. And specifically, we wanted to talk about the top grading principles, sort of the approach that you guys work with in screening candidates for hire, hiring candidates, and all that good stuff. So really excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm excited too. This is something I'm definitely passionate about because I've been a recruiter in the past and not used the top grading process and then seen the difference. So it is something I'm excited about. Well, that's great. So why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Maybe tell us a little bit about your background and then what your role is with uh, Tyson's firm. Yeah, absolutely. So before I joined Mutrix firm, I was in office management for a chiropractic office system. We had four offices and I did all the hiring, training, onboarding, all that good stuff for them. And it was very frustrating because you would spend so much time investing into these candidates or new hires uh, just to have them either just never show back up or flop or come in 30 minutes late every morning. It was very frustrating. So when I joined the firm with Tyson, he said, hey, you should read this book. And then we began kind of fine tuning some of the things and concepts in there. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what life was before you had read that book and sort of the hiring at the chiropractic process? Like, how did you do it? I mean, if it's the way we do things around here, it's like, oh, crap, we need someone. Let's hire someone as fast as we can. And then you've got a pulse. You've got a little experience. Hell yeah, sign up. So talk to us a little bit about maybe going beyond that or or what it was like before. So then we can figure out what it's like now with Tyson. Yeah, absolutely. So it was very similar to that. 
and even still, I felt like I was really good at picking up on little nuances in candidates on that first conversation or only conversation, because that's how you in the past, you do one interview, you like them, you don't like them, you think they can do it, move them through. So I felt like I was good at being able to tell, can they deliver? Are they genuine? All those things, but was still failing because that's all I was going off of was a gut feeling maybe a little bit of resume, maybe a couple of cold calls to their past employers, but that's all it was, right? And then we were plugging them in because you need somebody. When somebody, you know, leaves your office, you need somebody in a pinch. So get a few interviews scheduled and pick the best one was kind of the process before. And it was maybe 50% accurate. The book says most people fail 75%. So... Tyson, tell everybody a little bit about what life was like for you before you came into contact with top grading and and read the book. I feel like we had a process. It was it was a decent process. I, I'll, I'll let Kristen give the critique as to how good she thought the actual process was. I thought it was an okay process. It was we did have some assessments that we had people go through. At one point, we even you know phone interview and then. Uh, we had thrown in like a coffee or a lunch interview that uh, we, we used to sort of see how people reacted with other people. But I know that we had made a couple bad hires because we did rush the process and we sort of forced things. It was not nearly as structured as we have it now. There's things like this job scorecard, which we did not have in place that we're using now that I think is very effective because we can compare sort of what we're needing versus what the person's attributes are. We can also use it in the hiring process, which is pretty nice. We can say, hey, here's what your expectations are, which I think is a, it's a very handy thing. But it was not nearly as structured, I would say, as it is now. And we also have a lot of automation built in too, which we didn't have either, which helps, I think, reduce some of Kristen's workload on the hiring process. Kristen, before we hop into top grading itself, talk to us a little bit about your experience as a recruiter and the kinds of things you've noticed with employers, if it's sort of similar to the way that I described we've been doing it or the way that you described it at the chiropractic. What are some lessons or tips that you might have from that part of your experience? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, first of all, your set of eyes, no matter how good, is never enough. You need to bring more people in on this process, whether that's in the middle or at least by the end before you offer this candidate a job, you need to get more eyes in on it. You cannot be the sole recruiter because you are not going to see everything. You're bringing your experiences, your ways of thinking into the interview into any conversation. That's what we all do. So you have to bring someone else in, I think is a a huge, a huge thing for employers. All right. So I'm laughing to myself because Tyson, you made a great hire with Kristen, right? So, I mean, it's interesting because I can tell right now she knows her stuff and just bringing her into your team was a great decision. Talk to us a little bit about what jumped out at you when you were hiring her. And then maybe Kristen, you could talk a little bit about what the hiring or the interviewing process was from your perspective with Tyson? That's an interesting question. I'm not sure I've ever asked Kristen about this, but what jumped out to us is what, what you're seeing now and what you're hearing now. That's that's what jumped out to us. She clearly got it. She had a passion for what we were doing. We had told her what our plans were, and I think that that excited her. She demonstrated that excitement. And I, 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 I'm pretty sure that our visions aligned for what we want for the firm, and that was very evident. And so it was really her presence where we, we talk about you know, looking for energy. We're looking for people with energy. And, and and Kristen definitely has demonstrated that. She can energize other people. She comes with energy. And, and that's really what we saw. But I'm more interested in what Kristen's about to say about what the hiring process was for her, to be honest with you. 
actually have to jump off now, guys. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, um, from the hiring I had done and then jumping into interviews and I had been where I was for four years. So I hadn't done the interview process in a long time. Um, it actually struck out to me as a very long process and it's our process now is even longer. So um, that's kind of funny, but all good things. It was almost solely Tyson doing the hiring. I did a um, team interview there at the end where the senior attorney and COO jumped into and maybe a couple others. But for the most part, it was me and Tyson. And honestly, same thing with Tyson. It was just like having a conversation with a friend. I felt like we connected. He understood me. I understood him. And I mean, he kind of sold it for me. So I, I do want to jump in there because that hiring process was different from what we had been doing for a few years because I had taken it over. The reason why is that I'd explained this to Kristen. Like, and I think I'd explained it in the hiring process that we were looking for people that were mentally tough. Like, we were we had gone a little too heavy on the emotional side, right? And we were we were looking for people that brought less emotion to the table and more just mental toughness that I think can be really hard to find. And so the reason why I was so involved at that stage when it comes to hiring Kristen is because we were looking for a very specific person and we were trying to shift things quite a bit. And so, Kristen, will you talk about that part of it, too? Because that was part of the plan. Yes, if I understand what you're asking. I think that's you had just begun to implement the top grading processes there because I did go through most of these steps. And it was the top grading process is very much geared towards mental toughness, making sure that you are a problem solver, that you are going to come through at the end of the day, that your feathers are not going to be ruffled over every change or every uh, comment someone makes that doesn't sit well with you. So that was very evident that that's what you guys were looking for. And I felt like I, I could deliver. All right. Now we're just about to dive into top grading. And you mentioned, Kristen, the fact that you thought as a potential hire that going through Tyson's process was rather slow. And with unemployment at record lows right now, at least one of the things I hear in my ear all the time is we can't afford to wait for really good candidates because they're just jumping ship to other places. And, and we had someone who were just about ready to make an offer to the other day in about four days time. And, and even they had gone somewhere else. So what do you say to people who say that? You need to fight that urge with everything inside you to uh, rush the process. I think that's the biggest misconception in hiring. And that's what top grading has taught me that uh, you are costing yourself so much anguish, time and money and resources to hire quickly. You can, you cannot do that because uh, you're throwing all this energy, all this money into this person. And then like you said, they're going to, the day before, they're going to accept a different offer or they might be there for a couple weeks and find something better because they're in this interview process, right? So they're potentially speaking with other employers too. So if a better offer comes out, they're going to jump ship. So do not do that. Do both of you have any like words of wisdom or things for people to say? I mean, do you have to explain to potential employees why your process is sort of slower than others? Sometimes, uh, every now and then people will ask or kind of make a joke about it. Typically, those are not the people that you want, the people that are willing to go through the process and excited about it. So they have that first conversation with me, kind of like I did with Tyson. And then typically they're they're pumped about the opportunity to join the firm, right? So if you get someone that's kind of complaining already about all the steps, do they really want to be here or are they resilient? You know, 
Yeah. And so something else is we explain the process in our emails. So we have an automated process where we actually explain to them what the next steps are, which I think is pretty helpful so that they know what's coming up and they know what to expect and that they're not just left in the dark. I think that's pretty helpful. Absolutely. The Guild is Maximum Lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you're granted exclusive access to quarterly in-person events around the country. The next Mastermind is coming up on July 20th and 21st in Denver, Colorado, featuring hot seat sessions and personal coaching with renowned performance coach Jason Selk. This event will give you the opportunity to work directly with Jason, who has helped countless high-performing individuals and teams reach their full potential. During the hot seat sessions, you'll gain valuable insights and learn strategies to help you overcome the challenges you're facing in your practice. For a limited time, you can get your ticket at the lowest early bird price. Head to maxlawevents.com to join now and reserve your spot at the upcoming Guild Mastermind. You're listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Our guest today is Tyson Mutrix and Kristen Weiss. It's an interesting show, a, a, a little bit of a mix-up. We're talking about top grading and onboarding and hiring people. So Tyson, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you were looking for when you picked up top grading and sort of how it changed your perspective on things? It is funny. I mean, the the reason why I picked up top grading, and I don't remember how I found out about it. I wish I could give credit to the person or the place that I heard it from. I might have just been searching, but really what I was looking for is I was looking for that, uh, a way to find people that were more mentally tough, to be completely honest with you, that think that's what it came down to because we were very emotion heavy in the firm, very emotion heavy. And I really wanted to solve that problem. And that's what I was looking for was, okay. And I knew that our process was already long. I did know that. And I was wanting to find ways to tweak it to make it better. But um, the main thing I was looking for was to add that mental toughness element and top grading does provide that. And it also provides a way of filtering out people that we had had a couple hires that were okay. Like they were, they were okay. I would say they were probably like a B, B minus player. And they were just, they were just okay. But then like clearly they were not like, they weren't in it for the long haul with us. And I wanted to reduce the amount of hires going forward that were like that. And I really wanted to hire those A players which I feel like we we have got a, a stable full of A players now, which is fantastic. It was a painful process to get through all that, to get to where we are now. But really what the, the genesis of it was, was to shift really the mental toughness of the firm as a whole. Well, that's great because given the departures that we've had, it, I don't know it would be that painful for us here just because we've had a significant number of team members leave in the last month or so. So I think this might be a perfect time for us to start you know, sort of diving into the principles and everything. So Kristen, tell us a little bit about top grading, sort of how you interpreted it when you read it, how you interpreted it as you went through it as a hire, maybe Tyson's first top grading hire, and then sort of how you use it now in your role at the firm. Yeah, I think when I was first introduced to top grading, I'm going to be honest, I looked at the book, I thumbed through it and was like, this is going to be a tough read. And for me, it, it was a tough read. It was not something that I just leisurely enjoyed reading. And the process in the book is a very rigid. And he says, the clo- more closely you can follow it, the better uh, your rate will be, your success rate will be in hiring those A players that Tyson was talking about. We have fine-tuned his process to what fits our firm's needs. And 
I would encourage that because every company or firm is a different amount of employees, different different needs, you know, all those factors I think come into play. So first reading it was a little intimidating because in my mind, as a fairly new hire at the firm, I was uh, thinking how uh, how strictly does Tyson want to follow this? But we just picked up on those main principles um, and having that long process and making sure these people are um, that are coming into our firm are resilient, are tough, are um, they have a good head, head on their shoulders, along with that emotional intelligence. Uh, I don't think top grading throws that out the window completely, uh, but it is a much more balanced system in going through the process and actually getting to know your candidate as a person in all their strengths, weaknesses. Kyson? Yeah. So we were, I'd say we follow it mostly. I feel, I feel like top grading, we, we follow it for the most part. Maybe the the one we don't do, we don't do a, the, the, we, we have the the interview where it's the, the basically the top grading interview, but it's, that's done more by Krista. And I think it's done, it's funny. They just hired someone and I, the only, only thing I ever did with it was I did a quick 30 minute team interview with that, with them. And I, so I don't know what all other steps that Kristen took, but I do know that we do most of them. I think the only one that we don't fully do is I don't think we do fully their top grading interview to a T like they do it. I know that there's, I think can be several hours. We don't do that. But for the, for the most part, we, we follow everything else pretty darn closely and it, it does a really good job. It's really, really effective at, at really Filtering out the, the the people we don't. I think the one of the most important parts is, or the most valuable parts, is filtering through all the job applicants. Is you have them fill out the application, and many people just rely on the Indeed application. We actually have them fill out an application. It sends them a link. It's all automated. Where they apply, we get all the details in Zoho Recruit, and then they're sent to a new page to fill out an application. And that application allows us to go through several applicants fairly easily and rule them out and then pick the ones that Kristen wants to actually interview. So it's not one of these things where it's like, send us a FedEx with an insert in yellow paper with, you know, Greek letters every third paragraph. It's nothing like that. You're just talking about actually like having them answer the questions that you need in order to run top grading effectively. Absolutely. And it's just a web form, right? It just sends them to a form to fill out and it's really easy to fill out because like, there's additional information that we just don't get from, from Indeed. Like, for example, I get like, this is a really basic one, but we'll list something with a salary range. And then what was happening early on is they didn't, they would apply and then we'd get to the end of the process and they'd be like, well, I want like a salary that's like double what you're listing it for. Like, well, what'd you apply for the job for? So now we make them put in like what their salary requirements are. And that's like, we can go through very quickly now. Okay. These people are, yes, we're, are within our range. These people are not. And that's just one thing that we're looking for other things too. But you formulate this this application that that way, whenever they apply, you can see all the information you need, quickly go through it on our dashboard and boom, if they fit, great. If they don't, they don't. I'm struck by how similar this is to the work that we did in figuring out what kind of clients we want to have in our firm. And it seems like there's some analogies there that I'm going to want to play around with. If you see me looking at my phone, it's because I'm downloading the Audible version and the Kindle version of the book right now. So we've got a long way to go. But let's pretend that you have a posting for a senior personal injury lawyer, and I'm someone who's, let's say, three or four years out of been working in an insurance defense firm. And walk me through your whole process from the moment you post the position until the moment that I get hired, if you're willing. I can give it a shot. Let's see if I can do it 
from memory. So you would get that um, application that Tyson was talking about, and that actually helps weed through a candidate. It's really good. If they don't complete one of the steps, then you're out, right? You can't follow directions. You're not detail-oriented. You don't want it bad enough. So you get that application. It is very brief. So I mean, three minutes, I think it takes to submit. Very easy. Once I receive that, I'm like, this guy looks like he could maybe be a good fit. So at that point, I'm going to send you a request for a telephone interview. And that telephone interview is only about 15 minutes. Occasionally, they have gone shorter and or a couple minutes longer, depending. So I'm always, I think I'm very tactful and getting off the phone if it's kind of a a no-go from the get-go. But I know for you, Jim, it would be a nail in the wood right there. But so a 15-minute conversation. And then after that, you would receive an assessment from us, the automated I would push you through to the next round. And if I'm a sure thing about you, Jim, I'm going to probably tell you on the phone, look out for this assessment from you. I do want to move you on to the next round. And that assessment is quite long on purpose. I think it took me, I did it in two different days because I was like sleepy and falling asleep, but it took me at least an hour. I want to say it's, it is a detailed assessment and it asks you things like alphabetical order. Can you put things in numeric order? And all those things are to see, obviously, are you competent, but also are you detail-oriented? Are you paying attention? And do you care? Are you just rushing through? So you get that assessment. And then at that point, you will get a, a video interview. And that would be with me and Amy, who's the COO. And then if I move you on to the next round, you're going to get a mental toughness screening. And that's more questions about how do you react in this type of situation. And then from there, we're going to do our reference round. And so the thing that's a little bit different about top grading references is that you're not cold calling people off a resume. You are setting up appointments with these past employers. And ideally, you want the candidate to set up that employee because the candidate is only going to or that past employer is only going to speak on behalf of an A player candidate. Right. So, you know, if that employer agrees to meet with you, it's because they probably have really great things to say about this person. So it's not a waste of your time. You're not cold calling. You're actually reaching someone and you're speaking to a quality employer that can actually give you insight about who this person is, right? So now you know how to lead this person if they were to join your firm. So the reference stage and then after that is that team interview that we talked about. So that and then we consult and move along, send an offer letter if we want them. That's awesome. Thank you, Kristen. Tyson, what's your level of involvement in those things that Kristen just walked us through? I do the 30-minute team interview. Wow, man, that's it. I didn't even, like, it's funny. The last hire, like, I did that. So Kristen, Anthony, and Amy were all yes votes. I hadn't even put any input in because I, I don't remember why I was I was doing something. Offer letter was already out the door. And I said, Kristen, a text. I was like, you know what? That makes me so happy. It just makes me so happy because, like, I didn't, like, I didn't do anything but showed up for 30 minutes. She was a good candidate. And so that was it. It was fantastic. So that was it. She's made it very streamlined for me. This episode is brought to you by Bradford D. Smart, PhD. He's the author of Top Grading. We should definitely get a kickback for this. If not, he should have at least given me that book for free that I just ordered. But uh, maybe we'll have to have him on the show. I agree. I think that Becca has reached out to him. So I would be great to have him on because I think it'd be important to get his input. I think there are a lot of people that have questions about, because it's, it's very rigid. And I've heard a lot of people say, well, those don't work these days because you know, the book's 10 years old and that doesn't work these days. That's BS. It's that's That's total BS. It's People just making more excuses. But I, I think to have him on would be great. Has the system let you down yet? 
I think full being candid, I've been here right about a year and we have made one probably poor hire. But I think if if I was being honest, we probably jumped the gun and we hired somebody that we knew was not going to be an A player. I mean, I feel like we thought this person's a solid B and she ended up not having that resilience to push through. The first day we put her on the phone, she didn't come back after that. So she stayed through training about a month um, and then left. But other than that, I think we have really excelled. Like Tyson said, we have a great team. I blame Tyson for that. You know, it's funny. I don't know where the breakdown was on that one. I think we were just, we were a little anxious to get someone in. That goes back to really what you asked Kristen before. It's like, don't force it. Like, wait. You just need to wait, right? If you don't have a candidate that's an A player, just wait. It doesn't matter. It's worth waiting on. Because yeah, we, I mean, we spent a lot of time, a lot of effort, like money, you know, like all like getting, getting the computer equipment, all of that out to her. Like it, it's not a, it's not a cheap process. And so waiting is is the right way. But yeah, I think that that is the only one that we've had that's been a, I would say, I wouldn't say a failure. It was a, it was misguided maybe just a little bit. I think the training too, the training time spent on her, our staff trained her. So that was pulling away from our legal teams, our clients essentially to get this person trained. So. Well, I think this was a great episode. I think people are going to find it very, very helpful. So thank you both for being on and for sharing your wisdom and the things that you've learned. And Kristen, I I think Tyson, he's always telling me what a great job you're doing. So I'm grateful for that, for the support you're giving my friend. Well, thank you, Jim. I appreciate you having me today. I just want to add two more things. You touched on the reference calls, which I think are very, very powerful. Don't skip those. But I think, because we didn't really talk about this much, Kristen, and I, I know we're about at time, but job scorecards. I think that those are absolute crucial. Like those are the baseline. Do you any feedback can you you can give on that real quick? Yeah, really quick. I think it's very important to have those job scorecards because when a candidate asks me, what are you looking for? I can clearly go and say, these are the things we have to have, or tell me a little bit about why you are, I don't know, why you have this skill that we've got on our job scorecard because we're looking for a very specific role and it helps keep me and the other leaders that help me hire focused on what we're looking for for each role. So it's important. Nice. Now I guess I got to go back to uh, co-host mode and uh, I almost dropped the ball, but we are going to wrap things up, Kristen. We want to be respectful of your time. Our huddle starts right now. So we do need to wrap things up. Before I do, I want to remind everyone to join us in the big Facebook group. Just search Maximum Lawyer on Facebook. Join us there. If you're interested in a more high-level conversation, join us in the Guild. Go to maxlawguild.com, maxlawguild.com. And you can join us for our quarterly meetings. We've got quarterly masterminds and other things that we do, like the Zapathon that we just got done in Austin. And then we've got Denver and uh, Miami coming up uh, later this year, which is going to be great. All right, Jimmy, it is your time to give your hack of the week. What you got for us? Have you done Fireflies yet, Tyson? I have not done Fireflies. My hack of the week is fireflies.ai. So this is a pretty cool little add-on that you can do to any of your meetings. I know a lot of people use Otter. Uh, I have not used Otter, but Fireflies is really sweet. It just adds itself to every uh, Google Meet or Zoom call that you have. It transcribes it, but more importantly, it summarizes it. It covers the topics that are addressed in the meeting. We had one yesterday and I was surprised at how the AI was able to figure out exactly what we were talking about and talked about the issues and everything. It was really sort of mind blowing. So just started playing around with it, but I think it's here to stay. It's a lot of fun. I don't think Kristen's a fan of those, but uh, she, she was kicking them all off yesterday on our, we had, we use Otter, a bunch of people use Otter. So yeah, I, I've heard that I've heard really, really good things. Everyone that I've heard talk about Fireflies specifically recommends it. So very cool. 
All right, Kristen, I did give you a, a heads up this morning that we we're going to ask for a tip or a hack from you. So what you got for us? Yeah, I think my biggest hack uh, with hiring is go slow, slow down. And then um, my life hack is you have to take those few minutes to be quiet and still in the morning, no matter what that means. Um, if you're doing yoga or just taking a few minutes to breathe, you have to do it. Don't run out the door. You'll hate it later. Love it. Jim, that's I know Jim loves that. Jim's a big, big fan of that quiet time. So very good. All right. So my tip of the week is a book that I've been talking about in the Guild for a few weeks. I can talk about it now on the podcast, A World Without Email by Cal Newport. It is one of the best books I've read in a long time. It is fantastic. If you want, it's not just about email, so don't worry about that, but it's really about organizing your tasks in a way that's really effective and efficient for you. And then also for uh, it would be for your firm as well. We're changing many, many things in the firm uh, based upon that. So I recommend that you check it out. Kristen, uh, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate your willingness to do this. You were sure. excited about doing this, which was great. So thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thank you, Tyson. Thank you, Tim. Nice to meet you, Kristen. Take care. Bye, guys. See you both. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, Go to MaximumLawyer.com Have a great week and catch you next time.